time for Talkin' Jazz. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Talkin' Jazz. Dave Fox along with the Joker. That's He's not, dressed the in... G, the J is for the Jazz, it's not for the Joker. Purple. Look at this, the purple watch. I'm sure, I'm sure that our, coat. our people at home figured that out. Purple shoes, okay. You did jazz. not. But it looks good. Alema Harrington, yeah. good to have you. Man, you, you and I have spent more time with each other than we have with our wives in the last week. <laughs> you did the high school games with me. That That's was a lot right. of fun. Yeah. We're going to talk about that as well because Donovan Mitchell was up there. Uh, but lots to talk about. Things are so much better with just one or two wins. Oh, thank goodness. And just like that, the Jazz have a couple of wins. Not the greatest competition, but yeah. it doesn't matter. It's all part of you know building confidence and that sort of thing. But let's talk about Donovan because even through the losses – he was yeah. getting it done. You know, the thing about Donovan Mitchell coming out of all-star break, you know, a little bit of a slow start. And guys, I think can understand, you know, getting exhausted emotionally from all of that. But he comes out four straight games. He had 40 or 30 or more points, right? That That's not these dunks that he's throwing down. are so fun to watch. But for him, you know, the record prior to that was three in a row. Now four in a row, 30 or more points in a game. He was getting it done. Then last night in that game, first game on the road of this road trip, you're thinking most guys in their immaturity would say, I've got to keep this streak going. How many to score 30 or more? But that wasn't Donovan. Yeah, no, he gets 19. He gets 19 points and, and you know, was was delivering the ball to guys. Who were, he was making, Fox, as they like to say, the right basketball play. Or as the late Mr. Mack used to say, he was making hay while the sun is shining. Yes, the harvest. Yeah. So let's take a look at this because a couple of numbers, and I got some of these ideas watching uh, occasionally from your pregame yeah. show, and this was phenomenal. I didn't even realize this. 110 clutch points, which is tied for second yeah. in the NBA. Now, clutch, for those of you who may not be aware, it's inside five minutes, five, five points. Five points or, so or less. That's yeah. that's unbelievable. And then, of course, you know his average is in there, 3.4 clutch points per game, ninth in the NBA. So he's getting it done. And then, Alema, you were talking about this, that five-game yeah. Streak uh, and Donovan. He knocked on the door of 40 twice uh, in that little span right there, right? 31, 38, 37, and 30. And then you look on the other side. Now, this is important to understand, too. The number of times that he's going to the free throw line. Prior to this, in the games oh, yeah. prior to this little streak that he was on, he was going an average of two times per game. Now, if you're Donovan Mitchell and you are the, the leader of this team, especially on the offensive side, you have got to get to, to the line. And whether that means you're being aggressive and getting to the basket, getting a bucket or getting a foul, you look at the free throw attempts yeah, in the, those games when he was scoring 30 or more, and they're all much higher. And it's also a representation of his aggressiveness as far as his offense is concerned. And again, in the game last night, he got a lot of help yeah. from his teammates, six total players and double figures. Now, to put it in perspective, I love this element. He's, he's going to pass Carl Malone. Yeah. I think that's pretty obvious. Don't no, you think? There, there's no doubt about it. You you, you look at, at his scoring capacity or his ability. He makes 30 points look easy. And and there's times and you look at Carl Malone and we can remember having covered his career. 30 oh, yeah. points was a huge deal. And now for Donovan Mitchell to get a 30 point game is, is almost he can do this almost pedestrian for him. For him to be able to do that and make it look easy, that to me is one of the more impressive parts of it. You know, because there was a, a game earlier this year 
I think, where, where uh, Jordan Clarkson had 30. But you're well aware of it because it was kind of out of the yeah, norm. For Donovan, thing, yeah. it has become really commonplace. Needs two more to catch Malone, three to pass him. I think it's going to happen. You and I had a lot of fun covering the state championship, and he walked in in that championship. You thought they were, people were cheering for you. I didn't know what was, yeah, I didn't know what was going on. It was a 6A title game. <laughs> yeah. Loudest cheer of the village. We're looking around and there's Donovan. A uh, lot of fun to see them. Yeah. The kids loved it. We know they're aware of it. We'll talk more about it in a second. But let's, I want to play the interview. Tim Lacombe yeah. was our sideline reporter, former BYU assistant coach. Listen carefully to what Donovan says because there's a lot of little nuggets in here that really yeah. lets you know a lot about what this kid's about. It was funny. There wasn't this kind of frenzy when I walked in here. Why is everybody so excited about you? I think it was the, I think it was the suit. That's why they. It was the jacket. Yeah, he gave me a shout out on the jacket. That's cool, Donovan. Great to see you. Uh, why is it so important? You do a great job of of being out in the community. Why is that so important to you? I think the biggest thing, you know, for me is just using the platform we have. Um, I know how much high school basketball meant to me. You know, I I played at a high school where we had a big crowd, and you know, we played, we won two national championships, so. I know how intense these games get, and I miss it, you know, sometimes. You know, obviously, being a younger kid, I just want to come back and just watch and just also just provide support, you know, for the team and for the guys playing and, and just have fun. I, I can imagine every one of these kids knows you're here right now, which is such a cool thing. Um, you played at Brewster Academy, correct? Yes, sir. Against my boy Elijah Bryant, and we recruited Charles Abuo out of there, too, so that's a storied deal. I tell Elijah all the time, we used to beat them pretty badly, so <laughs> I, let, I let him know. But Elijah's my dude. Uh, we've had a really good team, and we, we, we was really competitive, really competitive league. What's, uh, what's your thoughts of season right now? Obviously, you guys got a, a win last night. Got to be feeling a little bit better, but uh, just generally your thoughts on the season. Um, we've been playing pretty well. You know, obviously, we went through a little bit of a rough stretch, but, you know, obviously, it was good to get that win last night, but we have a stretch right now coming up that we really got to lock in and stay focused for. Um, I think, like I said, I said it last night, let's keep it in perspective, you know, understand that, yeah, we got a big win. It was good to have a win, but we got to go out there and then um, compete and find ways to get better. You know, we can uh, make a good playoff push, and I'm really happy with where our team is at, and uh, I think we'll be in good shape. Well, you're one of the class guys. Really appreciate you taking a second. We'll let you enjoy the game. Bob, thank you so All much. Right. There you go. Good stuff, Donovan. Now, you pointed out, you and I were interviewing <laughs> yeah. Dallin Hall after the game. He got tweeted yeah. he got, by Donovan. And, and you would have thought that he had died and gone to heaven, speaking yeah. of Dallin Hall, because, you know, they, he mentioned that all of these guys, when, when Donovan walked in the building, they may not have noticed it then, but Dallin Hall said, I, you know, I made a shot. I looked over to the crowd, and... I, I caught a glimpse of Donovan Mitchell, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like it's almost like his his heart skipped a beat for a yeah, second. That's so cool. Because I mean, just think of how cool it is for these guys to have performances like this and have moments like this, and then for Dallin Hall on top of that to get you know shouted out on Twitter, right. and then he he and got the MVP. and got to meet him too yeah. after that. That's right. His mother actually yeah. uh, tweeted out a video. Dallin spent him just a few seconds yeah. visiting with us. Let so me just great put, to have Donovan. Can I do just that? put yeah. this in a little bit of context? Uh-huh. Donovan, by no means third year in the in the league, no had no need to be at that game, right? right? Um, and it's his off day, right? Played on on Friday. This is on Saturday. Travel Sunday. Travel Sunday and play on Monday. So this is basically really his only day, and he's at the high school That's basketball awesome. game. And he mentioned that he loves the environment. We love the environment, and it was a great environment there at the Huntsman Center. 
By the way, um, they tweeted a shot of him on the charter, and yeah. he's wearing a Fremont hoodie. <laughs> so they, <laughs> I so Fremont it. gave him a hoodie, and he was wearing it, it on the way back to <laughs> Cleveland. Royce O'Neal had, had set that out on his Instagram yeah. page. All right, well, that was a lot of fun. Uh, let's get back into the jazz specifically, though, because the other thing we want to talk about, Mike Conley's kind of taking a, a, a little bit of heat from yeah. some fans. But overall, and you wanted to point this out, that he's actually been playing pretty well. I yeah. didn't play a ton in February because of injury, but playing pretty well. You know, I don't know if this is a fair comparison to make, but we were a little critical early on when, uh, when Ricky Rubio came, yes, came in. Right. He was playing the point guard position. And I think anytime you're playing the point guard position, people are going to look at John Stockton as the guy that you have to you know, be like. And certainly Mike Conley is no John Stockton. He is Mike Conley. And I think one of the of the things that I, I don't recall if it was Thurl that said it. I think it was said maybe last night as we we're talking about this little streak that that Mike is on. He's as comfortable now or more comfortable now uh, than he's ever been in a jazz uniform. And he's starting to look like the guy that used to play for Memphis. That's what you're getting from Mike Conley now. 16.6 points per game if you're looking at those February stats. And the numbers across the board are very impressive. And this is what, you know, you were hoping to get from Mike Conley. And I, I think people lose maybe perspective sometimes uh, on what, what Mike Conley is bringing to yeah. this team. And then they see, oh, that streak that we had, 19 wins in 22 games, whatever, and Mike didn't play a whole lot of, that we're better with. That, that's, they're, that's hogwash. This is a better yeah. team with Mike Conley out there. Well, they went through that whole thing where they were going to bench him. Yeah. And then a couple hours later, they're going right. to bench Ingles. And anyway, it all worked itself out. And, yeah. and, it's, and the maturity yeah. of Mike Conley to handle that to situation, handle right? Yeah. And he handled it yeah. extremely well. Absolutely. All right. The other thing that's great to see, and last night, Boyan Bogdanovich yeah. pointed this out. I struggled coming out of the All-Star break, yeah. he said. But welcome back, the three-pointers. It's been phenomenal the last two games in those wins, uh, with a number of players, including Bogey. Uh, Bogdanovich came out like a man on a mission last night uh, in in that game. And it's always nice to get a win like that the first game of a a road trip where you're going to be on the road for four games. And, yeah, there was no doubt that Bogey specifically was struggling. But the team as a whole was struggling from three-point range. And the last couple of games... Uh, that win that they had right before, of course, uh, uh, coming out on the road against the Wizards, and then that win last night. Uh, all of a sudden, the three oh. is starting to fall, and it makes a huge difference because it's such a big part of what the Jazz do offensively. Leading the league, of course, for much of this season. So the return of the three, last two wins. Look at this: a grand total of yeah. 39 three-pointers in those two games for the Jazz as a team, and Bogdanovich himself had nine of those so you look at all those percentages that's pretty impressive and that 20 against the Cavs that's you know tied for second most in in you know franchise history isn't that crazy so for for the Jazz to knock down 20 that's a huge number for you know us. it's funny back because we were talking about Stockton back in the Stockton Malone yeah. days it was cool when you hit a three yeah <laughs> now they're cool. they're making 20 of them there's 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 oftentimes in the game for a team sometimes even the Jazz or there'll be more three-point attempts than, than two-point attempts regular, in the yeah. game. And that was yeah. non-existent 20 years yeah. ago, or at least not to that degree. All right, time for this week's edition of Jazz Bites, presented by Kimball Roofing, the last roof you'll ever need. It's only a couple of games, but the Jazz doing what they are coached to, to do. Jazz Bites, presented by Kimball Roofing and Repairs. You know, we played together. You know, I, th- I thought we did a better job of handling... Um, the switching, especially with Joe and Boyan in the five. 
Um, so, you know, it, we'll go back and it's hard to analyze every three-minute stretch. Um, like I said, there was, there was good waves. I thought, you know, that our bench played much better in the second half. Um, we struggled a little bit in the first half. And, uh, you know, but there's going to be runs. And I think that, that just like there's going to be games and there's going to be quarters and it's how you respond to it. So I was happy with, you know, offensively the way that we were really committed to moving the ball. I think, you know, guys just, you know, being forceful with the ball, getting into the paint, not looking just to score, but to make plays for each other. And uh, all season long, when we do it, it's contagious. And uh, it's, it's just fun to, you know, be out there when we're playing like that. So um, guys just started rolling from the beginning. And, uh, you know, it was a fun night. That's jazz basketball. That's the way we, we want to play. And uh, when we're able to do that for 48 minutes, it's very hard to go. What allowed you guys to get back into playing that jazz way tonight? I think our defense is the key. Playing defense, the way we can play defense and keep keep getting better defensively. Offensively, we, we have a lot of weapons and we just have to share it. When we do that, you know, we, we're a very good team. We were just came together. You know, we got stops. We pushed the ball. We pushed the pace. You know, we rebounded. Um, I think we have four guys, like seven, nine, seven, like in the rebound category. Um, so just continue, like I said, to find ways to improve. But, you know, at the end of the day, we got a, another game on Wednesday. You know, this is a good win, but we got a, we got a, we got a lot of work to do. Um, and I don't mean that in a negative way. We just got some work to do to continue to build and get to where we want. All right, so the Jazz tried to keep it going as they play the Knicks on Wednesday, which you would think, yeah. oh, no problem. But they beat the Rockets last yeah. night, which is odd. They led the Rockets by 20 or more, yeah. I think, at some point. At one game. point, yeah. it ended up being a two-point game. Celtics on Friday. Oh, that team's tough. Detroit, Saturday. And then for the next five will be at home. Some fun games, too. Raptors, Pelicans. You don't see it here, but the Lakers as well. But yeah. how about the Knicks? Uh, by the way, Spike Lee won't be there, apparently, for the rest of the season. <laughs> what a bizarre storyline. <laughs> so weird. That is. Nothing's weird when it falls stolen. But anyway, how about this? You can't yeah. just go in there and assume you're going to win. Yeah, the beauty of it was we were tracking that game a little bit last night, in part because the Jazz were two games behind the Houston Rockets right. going in. They get the win, and then you assume that Houston would get the win, too. They did not because the Knicks upset them, so now it's a one-game difference between uh, the five and the four spot. And But, you know, the Knicks will either be confident or, I, you know, I don't know what will yeah, happen. I think it does, at least for the Jazz, give them a little focus going into this. Like, you can't overlook the Knicks walking in there. Because sometimes guys are always mesmerized when they walk into MSG. Madison yeah. Square Garden is the mecca of basketball, and, and guys still, you know, feel like it's an honor, which it is, to play in that venue. It's even better when Spike's there. But, oh, well. Uh, Celtics on Friday, and they, well, they're tough. That guy right there, uh, I tell you, uh, Tatum is, uh, he, he is having just an unbelievable stretch uh, of games. And, you know, he, he's such an impressive player. You, you remember that he's the same draft as Donovan yeah, Mitchell. That's right. And that there was that conversation, Donovan's rookie year, of, you know, whether Donovan or Tatum. Tatum didn't get as much playing time as right. Donovan did his rookie year. But Tatum has just continued to, to blossom, as has Donovan. And they gave the rookie of the year that year to a second-year player. <laughs> right. All right, wrapping up, talking jazz here, Dave Fox with the Joker. Are you more a Jack Nicholson Joker or Joaquin Phoenix Joker? Oh, probably Jack Nicholson. Yeah, I, I yeah. agree with that. That's so, a jazz, not a J for Joker. Uh-huh. Last night, Rudy Gobert had a double-double for he a moment. It. What happened? Yeah, because Thurl and I were tracking this because he didn't have a double-double the night before or the game before. And so when he was at nine rebounds, 
He had a rebound that came off the backboard and, and a bounce on the ground. He picked it up, and then he passed it off. I said, did he get the rebound on that? Looked at the stats. They gave him the rebound. Then when we went to post game, which was, you know, moments later, no rebound. They took it away. They took it away. They could do that? Yeah. I'm wow. going to petition protest. Those guys in Cleveland. You, you'll see me outside. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Pro- road trip continues. Protesting in my purple jacket. The Knicks tomorrow night. Spike Lee will not be there. He says he's not going back. They made him go in the wrong door. Thank you, Alemary.